for Radio 1 91FM podcast. In early July, a $2.8 million research partnership was signed by Manaki Whenua, Landcare Research and predator-free Rakiaura. The agreement signifies the initiation of a project which will run for four years, with the ultimate goal of eradicating all Rakiaura's major predators, possums, rats, hedgehogs and feral cats. This project is globally groundbreaking for a number of reasons. It is the most complex and large to be attempted on any island and a world-first attempt to rid an inhabited island of predators. At the time the project was announced, Manaki Whenua Landcare Research Wildlife Management and Conservation Ecology Portfolio Leader Chris Jones explained that what differentiated Rakiora from past island eradication schemes was both its size, around 180,000 hectares, and its diverse community of around 400 to 450 residents. Jones said one of the most exciting things about this partnership is that the knowledge gaps that research will aim to fill will be identified collaboratively through our researchers alongside the predator-free Rakiora project leaders and community. Earlier this week, I spoke to Campbell Leckie, predator-free Rakiora project director, about how plans have developed for the eradication scheme and how all of this corresponds with Pākehā Titiriti responsibilities and obligations. Kia ora, Campbell. How are you going? Good. Good, thanks, Kai. Yeah. This is both a well-funded and complex pest eradication scheme, one that has been tagged by staff as the world's biggest island predator eradication. Is this project comparable to anything else which has been undertaken in Aotearoa or even globally? Yeah, so look, if you look at the largest eradications of rats uh, ever done globally, and that was 380,000 hectares. Um, now, what makes Rakiora different, though, is that the Georgia Islands didn't have uh, a community there. Uh, Rakiora's got quite a decent-sized community of people there, uh, and that adds a, a very different context to uh, how you undertake the predator work itself. Uh, and so that's what makes uh, Rakiora effectively globally unique. When it's successful, it'll be the largest ever done in terms of having a community there. What are the specific aims and goals of this project? Are you gunning to eradicate all predators over a small window of time or is this a more generational weaning out sort of project? So that's a really good question. The short answer is the target species for predators at the moment is possums, feral cats, all three species of rats, because all three species are on Arakiora itself, uh, and hedgehogs. Now, the question about uh, sort of the timeline or how do you get there with that, we really need to work through that in a whole lot more detail. Um, give you a quick example. Um, if you took out just one of those predator species, like say, say you took out um, the, the rat species, for example, uh, well, what would happen to the uh, diets of the feral cats? Would they suddenly transfer uh, a whole lot over onto eating other things like birds because their main uh, feed source, rats, it was gone? So there's a lot of stuff we need to work through around um, the predator species that we've got as targets the order in which we tackle them or try and get rid of them, uh, and that will come down to the timeline and the techniques that we use. The project has been described as a research partnership agreement between Manaki Whenua, Land Research, and Predator Free Rakiora. What does this mean, and how will this funded research move towards a total pest eradication on Rakiora? So I think the key thing here is that uh, the project is of a scale uh, and a complexity that hasn't been tackled before globally. 
Now, what that means in a simple sense is business as usual is not going to get you the solution you need. Uh, so you've actually got to think and you've got to do things differently. So in terms of that, there's lots of stuff we don't know. You know, there's lots of stuff around uh, the, the uh, abundance of certain of the predators, where they are, how they interact with each other, um, all those sorts of things. So the research investment with Manaki Fenua is a really critical investment to understand a lot of stuff that we don't know. And Manaki Fenua is a great partner because actually they have a huge amount of expertise across biosecurity, biodiversity and land science. So the investment's there to try and understand a bunch of stuff that, frankly, we don't know right now. Why is this pest eradication scheme being focused on Lucky Older as opposed to a national predator reduction scheme? So I guess a couple of things there. Firstly, if you look across New Zealand, uh, there are a large number of predator-free projects on the go, uh, and that's accelerated hugely in the last uh, five or six years with the establishing of PF 2050 Limited. So, so firstly, we're not alone in that regard. And so there's lots of projects out there targeting predators at different scales. Uh, the difference is with Arakiura, uh, it's, a, it's an island, so it's not on the mainland, and that gives it some advantages in terms of being able to protect your investment once you succeed. Uh, and it's also, uh, again, coming back to its scale, it's different in terms of its scale. But we're not alone in being a predator-free project by any means. Can you talk at all about how ensuring native species thrive on Rakiota promotes supporting cultures and even alignment with the Treaty of Waitangi? Yes, look, one of the really critical parts of this uh, for us, Kaya, is our partnership with Naitahu. Uh, and so that's why they are woven in right through the government structure and through the, the project structure itself. So there's a lot of, lot of opportunities that come out of this um, from a cultural perspective. And we are, as a project team, working with Naitahu to define those and make sure that we can give effect to those. I'll give you some quick examples. Uh, firstly, um, you could see uh, different sorts of species, uh, rongoa species, become much more available. And so they're able to be harvested at a different level or in a different way than um, is in the past because they either weren't there or they're in such low numbers. Uh, there is definitely opportunities around mahinga kai uh, and cultural things like that. So um, you will see uh, whole new uh, flocks of birds that weren't there uh, in numbers before, and that opens up a completely different opportunity around uh, all sorts of things around mahinga kai, but weaving and those sorts of things. But then alongside that, there's also other opportunities. There's opportunities around connecting people back to the Rakiora. But uh, Rakiora, like my co- the, my co-chair of the Te Puka Rakiora Trust, Dean Fonga, he basically he frames it like this. At the moment, the island's in a state of poetry or sadness in terms of its um, its modi. And so it, it actually gets, if it gets these species back and it's a whole lot more healthy, um, it will be in a different state. And so that allows people to connect back to it in a different state as well, which is really important. Uh, and then there's just the things that happen on a project of this scale around opportunities, which are around uh, jobs, um, you know, scholarships, uh, you know, learning, being involved in a cutting-edge global project, all those sorts of things. So lots of opportunities. What's your next move on this project in terms of some of these opportunities and how people might be able to access them? Yeah, so it's really interesting to me because I've come into the project director job. I've been here five, five or six months now. Uh, and the project vision has been around for at least a couple of decades. 
Um, and so really, uh, though, what the difference is now is crystallising it from a vision uh, down to how do we actually make this happen? What's the pathway to get there? Uh, and so that means that's a really critical conversation with a whole bunch of people, individuals, groups and organisations about well, what does that mean for them? Uh, what do they see as the opportunities? What are their concerns about that? And when you get to the reality of the journey. So that's, I think, um, a really critical focus for us as a team is connecting people in because fundamentally it's about people, success. The second one is funding. Uh, this is a big project. Uh, it's challenging the boundaries of what's possible around biodiversity conservation and predator control, uh, and that requires a significant uh, amount of funding over a period of time. So we're doing a lot of work with different partners around that, and you'll have seen a good example of that with the Menaki Fenua investment around research coming out recently. I'm here, Campbell. Thank you so much for talking to me. Hey, Kaya, really appreciate the opportunity. You have a great day. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.